Good morning. Today is July 22nd. How are all of you doing out there this morning? Well, I'm doing great. I am blessed and highly favored, ready to face another day. Let's see what God has in store for us today. But um, I wanted to touch base on basically what we've been covering, which is the book of Revelations chapters 1 through 7, which cover the seven letters to the seven churches and talks about your personal relationship with Christ and where you stand. So we finished those seven letters analyzing and explaining it and I haven't received any questions or any suggestions so I'm assuming whoever listens to this understands what the seven letters represent, what the seven letters stand for and what they all mean towards us as individuals. So I'm going to move forward and start on the book of Revelation chapter 4, which talks about worshiping God in heaven. So now we're done with the seven letters to the seven churches. Now we're going a little deeper into the book of Revelations, beginning with worshiping God in heaven and basically Moving from the conditions within the churches in Asia to the future of the universal church, John sees the course of coming events in a way similar to Daniel and Ezekiel. Many of these passages contain clear spiritual teachings, but others seem beyond our ability abilities, excuse me, to understand. The clear teaching of this book is that God will defeat all evil in the end. We must live in obedience to Jesus Christ the coming conqueror and judge. So I'm going to begin by reading uh, chapter four quickly. And it begins by saying, after this, I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had heard first speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Ruby. You guys can look up what an actual Jasper and Ruby stone looks like. It's quite amazing. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. And in the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in the front and in the back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. And the third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. 
For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. And that is the end of chapter 4. So it's chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. And what stuck out to me was the 24 elders in Revelations. Like, who are they? As I just read, Revelations 4 and 4 mentions 24 elders who sit upon four thrones, sorry, 24 thrones before the Lord. Now, who are these 24 elders was my question. The Bible does not specifically provide the identity of these elders. However, some information is provided that allows us to rule out some possibilities and consider a few options. First, these 24 elders are described as human male elders they are not angels they aren't creatures or females but specifically use male terms to describe these beings they are also distinct from angels in other places in revelation for example chapter 7 verse 11 secondly they are clearly believers in the lord they are in heaven and wear white garments something that symbolizes god's righteousness and in chapters 3 verses 5 chapter 18 chapter 19 verse 8 they also wear crowns something not said of angels in scripture and which believers are said to receive which you could also read about in first corinthians chapters 9 through uh, 9 24 through 25 first thessalonians the book of timothy the first book of peter and of course in revelations chapter 2 and revelations chapter 4 And furthermore, the elders also worship the Lord. So based on these descriptions, these 24 elders represent those who worship the Lord. More specifically, they may either represent one, the church, two, representatives of Israel, or three, the 12 patriarchs and 12 apostles found in Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. One variation of these views is that the use of 24 elders may come from the first chronicles chapter 24 verse 1 through 5 in which the priests were organized into 24 groups if so this kingdom of priests represents the church that dwells in heaven with the lord during the tribulation period this would also help alleviate the concern of israel being represented in heaven during the tribulation period when israel had not yet believed in the lord on a large scale Also, it would remove the problem of these elders representing the apostles since John himself, an apostle, was the one having the vision. Now, ask yourself, would would he have seen himself as one of the 24 elders and not mentioned it? That's quite interesting to think about. Now again, while not specifically explained, the information in scripture most likely identifies these 24 elders as representatives of the church, those who will dwell with the Lord during the tribulation period while God's judgment takes place on the earth. This fits the historic view of the elders representing leadership of local churches found in 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 through 7, found in Titus chapter 1 5 through 9, offering a picture of God's people worshiping God after escaping the tribulation as a result of the rapture, which is also found in John, Thessalonians, and 1 Corinthians. Furthermore, my other curiosity was about the four living creatures in revelation and who are they and the four living creatures in revelation are special among the angelic beings they exist to praise god forever before his throne and they hold golden bowls of you know incense which are the prayers of the saints we could talk about that based on revelations chapter 5 verse 6 through 14 now this means that they hold the prayers of all believers throughout time both the prayers of the past 
and those that will be prayed. A fragrant offerings before God's throne, found in Revelations chapter 8, 3 to 4. This eternal fragrance was first symbolized by the light, the incense burning in the tabernacle way back in Exodus 25 verse 6. The four living creatures are described in Revelations 4, 6 through 9, 5, 6 through 14, 6, 1 through 8, 14 verse 3, 15 verse 7, and 19 verse 4. So it talks a lot about these four living creatures. But further down the road in the book of Revelations, I'm pretty sure each and every one of these creatures had an assignment. So they are said to be full of eyes in front and behind and look to John like a lion, an ox, a man, and an eagle in flight. They each had six wings, or sorry, have six wings and are always saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, which we just read, who was and is and is to come. These four living creatures closely resemble the four creatures described, again, way back in Ezekiel and Isaiah. It is not clear whether these passages are describing the same four living creatures, but it's very likely they are of the same exalted order of angels whose main job is to worship God and speak his holiness, which we will eventually see in Revelation 19 verse 4. Now, in response to the worship of the four living creatures, the 24 elders cast their crowns before God's throne in agreement, which we just read. One of the most interesting aspects of the four living creatures is that they demonstrate that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is equal to God himself. Their worship of the Lamb in Revelations 5, 6-14 is clearly directed towards Jesus Christ, found in Revelations 5, 5 and 9-10. through And they say, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing, which is going to be in the next chapter 5, 11-12. And to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Again, chapter 5, verse 13. And they fall down and worship the Lamb along with him who sits on the throne. God, the Father, Scripture makes it clear that the Lord is God. There is no other besides him. Way back to Deuteronomy 4.35 and 1 Kings 8, verse 60. God spoke through Isaiah saying, I am the Lord and there is no other besides me. There is no God. Isaiah 45 verses 5 through 6. And Jesus Christ also responded to the Pharisees' question about his identity by saying, before Abraham was, I am, found in John 8, 58. Based on their subsequent attempt to stone Jesus, we know that his statement, and I quote, I am, was taken to mean I am God, and the Pharisees took it as blasphemy. But the words and worship of the four living creatures make it clear that Jesus was telling the truth. And that is basically the two main things that stuck out to me in the book of Revelations chapter 4 verses 1 through 6. The four living creatures and the 24 elders. And this is just the beginning. Tomorrow we're going to cover chapter 5 which speaks about the scroll and the lamb. Until then, I pray that everyone has a blessed day. And always ask God to bless you with wisdom, to understand the things that are unseen. And when you go into the word, always make sure that you go into it with a clean heart, a clear mind, and wanting to learn and understand more about our Heavenly Father. You guys all have a blessed day.